Shalom, shalom, and welcome back to another exciting episode of our continuing Shi'urim in the Sefer Lekut Moran. We're currently in Torah 12, Yud Beis. We were exploring the different types of tzaddikim, different types of people. There's Lavan, and there's Yaakov, Lavan the Russia, Lavan who might be a Talmud Chacham, meaning he learns a lot of Torah, but everything around it is wrong. There's something called Das that's missing. And then now we're going to dive into this idea of Yaakov. Who's Yaakov Jacob? And what is that concept when it is applied to a scholar? How does that manifest itself? Diving in right where we left off, that when a person learns in holiness and impurity, a particular law, that was written by a Tana, meaning the authors of the Mishnah, or, or a later righteous individual, through this, through this concept of learning from these individuals, creates this idea of kisses. Nishikin are kisses. Unishikinze, and this kiss, bechinas his dabkus rucha brucha. This is the concept of an attachment between spirits. Ruach is spirit. Kiapsakze, because this particular law. This particular law that came from the author, the individual, the originator of the law, and speech is life. Like the Pasuk says in Bereshis, and the Targum Anklu says, when the verse says a living soul, the Targum Anklus, the Aramaic translator, writes a speaking spirit. There's a clear connection between life itself and speech. So when we are learning the words of a righteous tzaddik, of an holy individual, through their works, through their books, through their writings, their teachings, we're connecting with their soul. Our soul and their soul are connecting. He's dabkus, continuing in the Kutimaran, v'ruach this speaking spirit, which is the living soul, this comes from the oral Torah, the Talmud. Like the Pasuk says, Out from the earth comes a living soul. So we find, that at the moment that this Tana, this Tzaddik, comes up with this new idea and actively verbalizes it, says it out loud, that action, that original idea and the follow-up vocalization of such idea is called that's part of the oral tradition of having something being passed down. A rav, a rabbi, a teacher comes up with an idea and shares that idea in word. That's called Tor Because from here comes out, like the Pasuk says, From the land, the land will give out this living soul. Venimsa, and it comes out, Achshav, that today, that when we learn this new idea that was originated, it could have been thousands of years ago, but we're learning it now. That this learning enters into our, our psyche, into our mouth, through our mouth. 
נמסה שמדבק עם רוח הצדק שחידש זה, החידש עם רוח ממלאלה. We are connecting our soul with that of the tzaddik who came up with this original idea through his living spirit, his speaking spirit. Meaning, with these words that we're learning now, we're connecting to the soul of the righteous individual who came up with them, whether it was yesterday, 20 years ago, or a thousand years ago. The words are connecting our souls. And this connection of soul with soul, this is called kisses. Remember, this is a Kabbalistic term, a mystical term. We're not talking about a physical kiss at all. But when two things come together, soul with soul, through the learning, this is called Nishikin. Nimsa. That when a person learns one law or a new novel idea from the, those who originated them, through this, one connects with the soul of this author, with he who is learning. The author and he who is learning have a soul connection. The doyme, and it's as if, it's as if there's a kiss being shared between the learner and the originator, the author, the mechadesh of that idea. However, when we're talking about a, an individual who's called a Talmud Chacham, but of those evil Jewish angels, who learns Gemara or Halacha, is written about him, it's a verse from Mishle, from Proverbs, that kisses of your enemy are disgusting or hated. We see from here that every Pasuk can dive much deeper. We're not necessarily stopping at the idea of the, a physical kiss, from an enemy of something that if you, you're not connected to a person, you wouldn't want to share any type of intimate experience. But when we're talking about learning, we also don't want to be connecting with such a person. And these Tanas, the authors of these ideas, are not interested in connecting with the souls of these evil Jewish angels. Coming full circle to the beginning of our Torah, who would want to share a kiss with a dead piece of treif? And especially when the dead piece of treif is even better than this Shade Yehudi, than this Jewish evil angel. Again, the reminder, this is all spiritual. These are all spiritual ideas, but the symbolism is so clear. Just as you would never find a righteous individual, someone from royal spiritual stock, kissing a piece of treif, that would never happen. Non-kosher meat, that would never happen. Connecting to the soul of one of these evil angels is even worse than that. And even righteous individuals, once they've passed to the next world, that when we learn their teachings, through this, that we connect their souls with our souls. Like our rabbis say, that says, when a righteous individual has someone learning their Torahs, that their lips are moving, meaning the individual, the tzaddik who has passed away, 
lying in their grave, their lips are moving when someone else learns their ideas. It's as if they're actually speaking with them. And all of this is through this concept of kisses. And this is the whole idea of the verse in Bereshit that says, The verse means, And Yaakov, Jacob, kissed Rachel, and she called out, she was crying. She realized the reality of what's happening, and she started to cry. Perish Rashi, the famous medieval commentator Rashi explains, she was crying because she saw through Ruach HaKodesh, through a divine inspiration, that she would not be buried together with him. And for those of us who are familiar with Tanakh, with some history, or with the land of Israel, Kever Rachel, where Rachel is buried, is not with the rest of our forefathers. Rachel's buried in Beit Lechem, along the path. There's so much to be said about that, but that's for another time. Rachel saw, when Yaakov kissed her, that the reality of her burial would not be together with him. Rachel, this idea of Rachel, Bechinas Tor Shebal Peh, is connected to the Talmud, to the oral tradition. Shehi Karachel Lifnei Gozezeha. This is a tremendous play on words where Rabbi Nachman is saying that Rachel is like a lamb that goes before shears. How all of the different individuals involved shear off, meaning the poskim, the halachic deciders, they shave off of this original sheep all of this wool to be able to make clothing. So too, when the poskim, the halachic deciders, are swimming through the seas of the Talmud, they're shearing off different ideas to be able to make them practical and put them into the practical realities of today. For those who are not familiar with Gemara, with learning Talmud itself, we don't necessarily take the halacha, the, create the law, specifically from the Talmud. There's a halachic process. Sometimes we follow the psak, sometimes it gets more complicated. That's not for now. But for us, it's important to know that there's a process where the poskim, the rabbeim, the leaders of our generation, shear off, if you will, different ideas from the Talmud, in order to create clothing, in order to create something useful in, in the practical realms for today's world. Kemosh like the verse says, Kevasim levu The verse says that the lambs, the sheep, will provide your clothing. Kemosh like the other verse in Yeshayahu says, Simla lecha katsin tiyelanu. You have a gown, you have a garment, you're going to lead us. That when a person, a kosher person, the Yaakov type of person, learns a Torah from this Tana, from the Mishnah, from our Torah Shebaal Peh, Azai then, Hatana Noishek Aisoi, Vuhu Noishek Atana. That the Tana kisses him, meaning the author of this idea gives a kiss, remember spiritually, to the learner, and the learner gives a kiss back to the author of this idea. The Goreim Tanu Gadolea Tana. And the learner causes a great delight to this, the original author of this idea. Like the verse says, and as we saw earlier, that a righteous person, when someone else is learning their words, their lips will move in their grave. We're going to pause here and pick it up next time, wishing everyone a beautiful day.